defining like your why and your bigger your mission and your bigger vision um and that it's like the big the big vision's not necessarily just to have a big gym with 300 members welcome to the fit affiliate podcast and welcome back to the next episode of the fit affiliate podcast joined by my ever faithful cohort tony founder of fit affiliate but today super excited we love having guests on the podcast but today i could not be more excited to have the one and only <clears throat> Sarah McDonald from CrossFit Headington on the podcast with us. Welcome, Sarah. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. This is quite an honor. <laughs> now, this is your second go around, which is yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. And you are one of our ever awesome uh, affiliate affiliates, I guess, for want of a better term. Yes. But you have been on some exciting adventures that I think that uh, will be amazing to share with other affiliate owners. So I thought today would be a good chance that we could dig into that. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> awesome. I just want to know before we start, do you guys wash every vegetable and fruit before you eat it or do you just eat them? Yes. Depends. I be uh like so it depends. I'm like, notoriously like... bad at washing my fruits and vegetables. For example, I've just eaten all these blueberries and I've just ingested well, whatever's on them. Yeah, they're in a they're in a packet. The ones I like to wash are the ones that people can just pick up in the supermarket and go, no, no. Everyone else has touched it. I want to wash people it. fondling yeah. those avocados. I'm not worried about the well, not even the avocados. They've got skin, well, but like your skin apples. On those. Yeah. Yeah. Apples, stuff like that. Bananas you don't have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's, okay. It's, it's actually something productive. I was just curious because I was wiping the residue off of these blueberries, thinking to myself, I probably should have washed them, but how do you do you do you scrub each individual blueberry before you eat it? I was just thinking like blueberry thing, and like you just kind of shake them around in a strainer, right? There's, there's Probably should have asked you to see that when she was on the podcast. Do you know scrub all <laughs> 800 grams a day? There's a there's a little blueberry brush you can buy, Tony. I'm sure. Check your Amazon. Is there really? Are you serious? A blue? No, joking. I just wanted Tony to run off and get I a bet you that's brush. A thing. And... We could be millionaires on Amazon. We'll just sell blueberry brushes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> people would buy it. It's would just anyway, repackage a toothbrush. It could be like a Swiss Army knife with like blueberry brush, strawberry brush, <laughs> apple brush. Anyway, this is what happens <laughs> when I inspire these things. That we've gone yeah. completely down the rabbit hole. There we go. Uh, anyway, so Sarah's on the podcast again. I wasn't on the last one when you were on that one, though. So I'm pumped to be back on this one. But uh, yeah. lots of things to talk about. Um, I guess. I don't know what you talked about in the last one, particularly as it applied to the gym, but I do want to talk about what you just got done doing. Yes. So do you want yeah. to tell everybody in your story or you want me to butcher it? <laughs> well, I, I guess we, we can we can collaborate on this. But yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll start. Um, no. Yes. I, so I just got back from a trip to Kenya. Um, I was volunteering with a special needs school in Kibera, which is um, Africa's largest slum. And, um, and this has been a trip I've dreamt of doing since I was 16. Um, so I'm 39 now, so it's quite a, quite a while, <laughs> but, uh, um, and so, yeah, since I was a teenager, I always just, for some reason, just Kenya's always been on my heart. I've always wanted to go, wanted to help do something. I just never knew what or what that looked like. Um, and then, yeah. And then I saw this opportunity come up to volunteer with the special needs program. And it's just kind of neat. Cause I just kind of feel like everything I've done is helped to line up to this event, you know, cause before I didn't know what I could do or how I could help where, um, have like through CrossFit and just coaches training, been able to do the adaptive course. And so been able to train adaptive athletes, um, and just felt like that was something I could help with and contribute. And so, um, so yes, yeah, so I had the opportunity to go and, um, and just got back last week and it was fantastic. So I'm hoping it was, this is just the start of, more so yeah because yeah i definitely don't want it to be the only trip i do <laughs> um i could i could subvert the narrative here and talk about how you were able to make that trip happen but i think it's important to talk about what also happened on that trip first because i think a lot of people know well first of all i think the word slum is like a disservice to just how crazy things like mumbai and kavira are um so i think getting more into the details of like what you got to experience when you were there um, yeah. would probably be a big service to most people. Cause it's, it's like one of those out of sight, out of mind things, unfortunately. And yeah. I think we can get it more insight and in mind, the better it's going to be. 
Yeah. Um, so as far as the need there, um, it's one of those things you can see, you can see videos, you can see pictures and you're like, oh, wow, you know, that's, that's a lot of poverty, but think until you really actually go and walk through it and you feel it and you smell it and you hear it and you see all of it right there in person. It really, you really get hit by, um, the overwhelming need. Um, cause I think that's the thing is that there's so many needs, um, that where do you even begin? And, um, and so, yeah, so like where, where we walk through, I mean, so Kyber itself, we were just in a, in a tiny part of it, but Kyber itself is a slum that has a population of about 1.5 million people. Um, and when you're walking through it, you're like, how do one folk, 1.5 million people fit into this, you know? And, and, um, and so, yeah, I mean, just everything that you, I guess you can imagine, like we were walking and it's just, it's, yeah, just major poverty. And like, you know, when we were going to walk to the school, there's this main road and then you kind of follow it for a while. And then, um, and then you go off on the side and you go, like we went over this kind of rickety bridge that would then lead up this hill to go to where the school is. But when you're crossing over the bridge, like the water that's going through there, it's, it's completely black and, um, you know, full of, of rubbish and, um, you know, and just, yeah, just the fact that, you know, people are living in pro close proximity to this. And then we were walked through and shown where people live and, you know, these tight quarters of, you know, he, that we were told that these homes that are 10 by 10, you know, fit entire families and they do all their sleeping and, you know, any cooking and all that's in there. And then these areas have like washrooms that, you know, serve up to 50 to 100 people. But in order to use the washroom, you have to pay for it. And, um, so a lot of people aren't able to properly use a washroom and have proper hygiene. Um, and so it's, uh, yeah, so it's just obviously a lot of people getting sick. A lot of people, um, I, I, from what I understand, from what I read, the life expectancy is about to about 30 years old. Um, and so like specifically though, with those with special needs, like there's really no support at all. Um, and so the school I was working with, they've created this school to help children and adults to with special needs, be able to come and just have a place of community and safety and also a place to learn skills and be educated and also get fed. Cause, um, for a lot of these kids, this, these are when they're at the school, it's the only time they eat. Um, so they don't eat in the evenings and they don't eat on the weekends. So when they get there in the morning, they get a piece of bread and some milk. And then at lunch, they get their, their lunches brought in for them. So it could be something like rice and beans or, or something like that. And, um, they're so excited when lunch comes, we're all very ready for lunch. <laughs> and, uh, um, and so, um, yeah. And then, you know, for these, these kids with special needs, if they don't have this place to go to, they're then left at home. Um, cause you know, obviously they're, they're, parent, whoever is caring for them goes out to have to try to work. And so they're just left at home and they're vulnerable. And um, a lot of these kids will be attacked. A lot of the girls will be raped um, and assaulted. And so this place um, gives them safety. So sorry, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a huge need. That was the exact response I assumed was going to happen when I asked <laughs> you about what you experienced. I think the story that when you them made it the most, um, like salient to me was, um, I forget what her name was, but she was basically so at the start of the week, you could tell that she hadn't eaten all weekend. Yeah. And then by the end of the week, she was almost essentially like a completely different person because yeah. she was just getting food from the, from the school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Cause like at the start of the week, just cause you start the day with, um, just basic things like we do like math work or English work. And, um, and you know, so like her attention span was kind of all over the place. And then, um, the teacher said, you know, on, at the start of the week, her, her attention's a bit, it's a bit tougher cause she's uh, because of lack of nutrition over the weekend. But yeah, but during the week as she got lunch every day, breakfast every day, it was, it was definitely much better. And we were, we were working on our times table by, by the end of the week, which was great. So <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's crazy actually. Um, yeah. And I think it makes a lot more sense to people who listen to it as crossers because <laughs> crossers will tell you they're like, oh, if I don't eat by noon, I'm a completely different person. I'm like, hangry you know, world problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think it, it makes it makes it make sense to so many people. What I think is interesting is that not only did you choose to go to Kenya and, and to go there and to do this, but what made you want to choose? I mean, because anybody needs your help there, not just like special needs. Why did you choose that? Like special yeah. needs, just going and just volunteering. 
Yeah. So choosing that, I guess it's, 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 it's one of those things I wanted to go and do something where I felt like I could contribute and um, in some way. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, what I learned quickly when I was there from the coordinators is that they're so happy for anybody to come. Like you don't even have to have a skill. Like they're just so grateful for any help, anybody who's willing just to come in and, and chip in. And so that was something where I'm like, man, I shouldn't have waited so long, <laughs> you know, but um, so for anybody out there, that's like being like, I don't know what I could do. Just go like, you'll be put to work. <laughs> and so, um, but, uh, but yeah, I chose special needs just because of um, really through my training that I've been doing at CrossFit Haddington, being able to train adaptive athletes. Um, there's two, I get, I get to train two teenagers and it's two of my favorite times of the week um, that I get to do. And um I just loved it. And so it's one of those things where um, I'd love to keep growing in that. And then the fact that I could go do that in an area that's got so much need. Um, that's why I chose that program. Cause I felt like, okay, this is something I can do. And I could use the training that I got from the adaptive course um, to go and put it to good use. So, yeah. You, my friend are crazy. And that's why I love you. Uh, it's a, it's certainly a cool thing, no doubt about it, regardless of whether you went just to go to experience it, but to go into you make a difference, but then to go and choose arguably probably the most marginalized of the population is is no doubt a super cool. I, and for a lot of people who are listening to this, it kind of reminds me back, and I don't know how many people even know it, but like in 2012 when CrossFit's initiative was building Spozen Kenyon and like, you know, Kalipa NorCal got involved and in, I think it was 2012 or 2013. And it was, it was a very cool sort of just cause from an era that, you know, when things like that seemed to be a lot more common, you know, hope was a thing and then yeah. building schools was a thing. And now we live in a day where it's, I don't really know what the, what the new era is. So it's kind of nice to see it go back to that sort of thing. And you go and kind of go back there, not to say they're the same thing, but um I know one of the reasons that you obviously end up going was we we urged you to jump into that calling. But what do you think? I guess everybody can tell you the definition of CrossFit. We talk about this a lot, but very few people can understand the application implementation of CrossFit. And what that always means every single time is that everybody's so preoccupied with how to do CrossFit, they don't really necessarily pay that much attention to what CrossFit can do. Uh, mm-hmm. And so like we end up owning these affiliates or these people end up owning these affiliates and they become these epicenters of, of doing CrossFit. And that becomes the thing that they sell, the thing they provide, and the thing that they're engaged in, the thing that they focus on and they obsess over, et cetera. But like not what that stuff will do for them. And I think what is nice about you is that obviously before you went to Kenya, getting into working with special needs, I guess one of the things I'm worried about, right, is people are listening to this be like, how does Sarah going to Kenya have anything to do with me? And we'll, I'll circle this back around to you guys because we'll talk about how they got there. But how did, what, I, I don't even know how you came to start working um, with special needs in the gym. I re- just remember it kind of just popped up as an opportunity, but how did that happen? Yeah, so that happened because one of our members, um, and right. he was a long, he was a longtime member. His his son was, um, you know, has, has special needs. And so he asked if um, we'd be able to help him do CrossFit. And so it just started from that, where we just started working together to help him do CrossFit. I love those videos. He, he wanted fun. to do too. Yeah. Um, and then from there, that's when I was like, okay, well, I need to like go study this a bit more. So I went into the adaptive course. There's probably a lot more things I could do, but the adaptive course was brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then yeah, and then that they had and they had another friend who uh, also was keen to do CrossFit. So they brought, so she came along. Um, so yeah, it's, that's kind of where it's at right now. But yeah, just um, like that. <laughs> and then you're just like, you know what I want to do? I want to just go to Kenya. <laughs> with special needs kids in the, well, in the second the, largest the in the world. Well, I think that because, yeah, the Kenya thing, it was when I, when, because when I first started working with you guys back in 2020, I think, was that when it was? 2020, 2021? I think so, 2020, maybe it was 21, but I think it was 2020. Yeah, because it was, it was, I remember being in COVID and yeah, anyway. Um, well, like, no so, one ever leaves once you guys get on board. So they just they stay forever. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that was, I, cause when you guys asked me what were my dreams yeah. and then I was like, well, I know this sounds like kind of silly. And then, you know, I brought that up as far as, cause I felt like, well, this is not really related to the gym, but I brought it up anyway, as far as one of my yeah. life dreams. 
And then you guys put it on my to-do list. They're like, find, find a project and go sign up for it. And I was, and I think I like that was on my to-do list for like two years. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to sign up for. <laughs> so. so like just on that, Sarah, cause I remember the day that you sent me a message about saying, well, look, don't tell anyone this is something I'd really like to do. Like it's <laughs> something I'm, I'm going to plant, like, don't, don't say, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And you told me what it was. I'm like, wow, this is phenomenal. But, you know, we talk a lot in Fitfiliate where we encourage clients to, you know, if, if everything went right, if they could have their dream life, like, what would it look like? And to dream big. And, and quite often that's, that's scary and intimidating. They're just like, oh, I just don't want to coach more or I don't want to be at the box all day, every day, or I just want my coaches to like me. But how did it feel to you to be able to verbalize that dream? at that time and go, well, I know that this is not directly related to the affiliate, but somehow I feel like I need the affiliate to help me get there. But yeah. how did it feel to be able to verbalise this is what I want to do and then have that in your mirror, you know, all the yeah. way through your journey? Yeah, no, it was, well, it was incredibly life-giving and it was also one of those things where um, also incredibly affirming that I wasn't silly for having that dream. Cause I think stuff like that, you can sometimes feel a bit like a bit silly, you know, and, and that, you know, there, you've got a, you've got a business, you've got, you need to focus on that, you know, that sort of thing where actually no, like these, these two things go hand in hand and, it, and it's not silly. Um, and so I was just really grateful to be able to have the support to go for it. And, um, and also to see how, you know, I think as well to having that focus, something that was bigger than the gym, um, and it helped me to actually put systems and things in place for the gym to run even better to where if I did go to Kenya, it still keeps going and that's fine. And also to how the, how, you know, now getting beyond that, like how can the gym get behind this, you know, and like, it'd be another arm of what we do. And, um, so yeah, so that was mm. definitely, it was, it was, it's yeah. just, yeah, I think that's, that's the difference. It's not like, I think, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of great coaches out there, but my experience with Philly, it's been like, it's not just about like making your gym run great it's much bigger than that and um so and yeah and i think anyone who's listened to the podcast you know tony and i've probably said it a thousand times you know one of the things we do well at fit affiliate it's your dream is your dream and your affiliate is unique to you and we want to protect that individuality and uniqueness so you know it doesn't have to be just the same goal for everybody where they're like no that's nice. You want to go to Kenya. Cool. You just do that in your own time. You yeah. need to get 600 members or here's, here's this yeah. cookie cutter template that we've come up with. So I think that, that that's, you know, um, an awesome space to have. And I've experienced that. And, you know, it's yeah. so cool to have, you know, when I saw the photos of you getting on the plane to go, that was super exciting to me because, you know, having known you for a couple of years as well, like I was like, I knew how much that trip meant to you. Yeah, um, has it changed your perspective now that you've been about, like you just touched on it and I, and I think it's powerful to dig into it, but how can CrossFit Haddington support this further? Like, you know, has it changed your perspective about your business, about the box, about the community, about, you know, the impact and, and legacy you can have, you know, in, in life? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, just that. Yeah. Cause I think that's, it's as well to, big part of affiliate was defining like your why and your bigger, your mission and your bigger vision. Um, and that it's like the big, the big vision is not necessarily just to have a big gym with 300 members. Like that's, you know, if, if that takes what's, you know, to helps to funnel the bigger vision, cool. But like, I think for us, like our bigger vision's been pretty simple as far as we're here to build people up um, and whatever that looks like. And, um, and so, and like, you know, in our local community, we do quite a bit with, you know, working with different local charities and our community. And, and this, I feel like this is another aspect of that where we can think even bigger of how can we have a, even a global impact and CrossFit can be, can be used for, for a, a huge good, um, not just in our local community, but even, even bigger. And, um, and yeah, you know, we, we train to be fit and healthy, but as a community, we can get together to, to do some pretty amazing things. So, Yeah. <laughs> So it's how did your, oh, you go, you go Tony. Oh, I was going to say, you go. like people would associate, you say, you, you, you say goodbye, you go. Um, people associate CrossFit with physical training and, you know, burpees, thrusters, all that stuff. How, and, and I know that, um, you know, you've spoken about the stuff you did on the adaptive course, mm -hmm. but you, you've talked through that when you were down there, you were teaching, you know, maths and English and, and sort of yeah. that sort of stuff. How does what you've learned in the affiliate translate to that sort of um, work you did? Like, 
initially people could listen to this and go, oh, she must have gone down and run um, boot camp for the special needs kids for for the week, you know, which is clearly not what happened. But, you know, how just to to join the dots, I guess, for people is like the skills and lessons and, and experiences you've had in the affiliate, how what that translated to let you do in that broader sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like the, I think it was one of those things when we went down there, we didn't know exactly what we were doing. We weren't told like, you know, okay, your day's going to look like this. We need you to do this. And so I think the skills that you learn from CrossFit is, is being adaptable and that you, you can show up and do anything. Um, and so, yeah, cause when we got there, you know, we, that first day we weren't quite sure what the structure was and just, we just wanted to come and help. And so, you know, the teacher let us know the start of the day, they do their more concentrating type work. And so that's when they did like their English and math. We're like, cool, we can do this. So we hopped in. Yeah, I know basic math, hopefully, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so probably well, CrossFit math is a yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and you know, just English skills, stuff like that. You know, um, and 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 then you know, but you, what was great though was as all humans, you can see like what how we all humans are is that after some concentrated work, you get very tired and like you start to get brain fog and it's like, right, we need to exercise. <laughs> and so, um, and so it was cause in, and even there, like it was the same thing, like after maybe like an hour or so of concentrating and, and working on stuff, you could tell the kids and even the teachers, I need, we all needed to move. And so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so just getting to, you know, introduce some games. So it was a lot, like a lot of it was CrossFit kids type stuff. So like, you know, games with like coordination and, you know, just things that, you know, we've done in kids classes and just having fun that way where you're, they're getting to move, they're getting to exercise, they're learning, you know, we were trying to teach them, we were playing a game called Hungry Lines where they had to like squat down and, you know, put their hands on their head, hands on their nose. And then when you say Hungry Lines, grab the ball, stuff like that. But, you know, just teaching them how to, how to squat down a little bit more like a hungry lion, you know? So, um, but, and just, yeah. So I think, I think as far as CrossFit goes, you, you learn a lot and from coaching too, you learn lots of skills. You learn how to, how to relate to people. You learn how to connect with anybody. Um, and so, yeah, you can, you can, whatever situation you're in, you're like, right, I can adapt. I can do this. And so, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> business is like a business can truly be a magical thing um in many many respects it can also be a terribly miserable thing i think to many people and in this conversation uh because everybody listening to this i presumably is is some degree of a crosser or a crossfit business owner in the ecosystem so it's that old adage for us there's yeah so why what's become why so everybody's very fixated on the what is crossfit thing but if like if this conversation was at like let's just say that I brought you on and you my favorite example is always a bakery. I don't really know why that is. I don't have any experience with a bakery, but let's assume that you were in fact a bakery. Um, you would still have the ability due to that bakery to pursue everything that you had just pursued in Kenya, right? You don't necessarily need to go there and and take high intensity functional movement to the slums of Kenya and change these poor kids with special needs, right? Like we can get caught up in the nuance of what we do every single day with that shop talk and not think about really what is the magical part of business. And, and truly what's the magical part of an affiliate is that, you know, and I said it a, a thousand times, but the purpose of any small business and really any business, but the purpose of any business is to improve the quality of life of the owner. Mm-hmm. And I think in that statement, sometimes it gets lost. I think it comes off as sort of like a, a push for greed or some degree of like, sure that'd be nice or whatever um it gets very dismissed but there's no doubt about it you going to kenya and coming back was a massive increase in improvement in your quality of life right like you know it yeah. filled your cup it expanded your horizon it lets you you know let you pour life in other people and and when we say improve the quality of life of the owner we don't mean necessarily just money but no doubt about it it has to be money because like that trip costs money you have to go there yeah. and do those things but like that's what we're mean when we say it. And I don't mean you have, everybody's got to, you know, book their trip to Kenya, although they probably should, but like, (laughs) there's lots of things that you can do, but you have to decide what those things are. And that was one of the reasons that it was worth protecting in you, which is, you know, that dream that you had, if that makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, if we, if we think about it in terms of like a bakery, everybody's like, oh, okay, what good does a bakery do? They just make bread right are killing everybody right it's a gluten i don't even know but the, the, again if let's say that i loved 
bread. I can get very caught up in how to make the best bread every single day and making yeah. that bread every single day and then sticking that recipe and maybe some degree of innovation and, and whatnot. And then, you know, 40 or 50 years later, all I've got is a handful of bills of all the bread that I've sold. Right. But if, if somebody would have came to that bread maker and said, why, why do you want to make bread? Right? Yeah. Cause I love making bread. I'm really good at it. I enjoy it. Right. But you could make bread for somebody else or you could do it. It's like, why do you want to open this bakery? And yeah. part of the fun for us with the affiliate is pulling that magic from the affiliate owner, which is like almost to like your point, the stuff you either want to forget or try to tell yourself to forget because you think it's childish or, you know, or all these things you're like, Oh, it's irresponsible of me to want those things. And this was just the topic actually it's funny enough with a coaching call. I just finished, but you know, people overlook it because it's so easy to get caught up in what you're trying to get done that you can lose sight of why you're doing any of it. Right. And if, yeah. if I grab hundred affiliate owners, probably 99 of them would tell me that some version of their why would be some degree of this ideal version of a CrossFit gym. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's going to, you know, it'll probably do something altruistic, like give people their life back and save people's lives and fix families. But like, where does that fit in the bigger picture? And what's super cool about your story and why it's worth highlighting is that you did those things, right? Like, you fix the gym, you built the gym, you define the gym, but all in support of the bigger picture, right? Like when we give the clients diagnostic, it's always a funny question because one of the questions in there is where does your affiliate fit into the bigger picture? And every single time I get questions, they're just always like, I don't understand the question. I'm like, what? It's pretty literal, but they're like, but there's a glitch, right? It's like almost a wall, which is like, what do you mean? Where does my gym fit in the bigger picture? It is the bigger picture. No, yeah. it's not. No, it's a single simple piece of the bigger picture. And like, so like this is a perfect example of how you can create an, you know, an entity, an environment, uh, uh, you know, an ecosystem in Haddington and your affiliate that affords not only you to go there, but now probably in the future, we'll create even more trips there and more support and more outpourings, you know, there. And like, that's where, a business fits into the bigger picture and yes the bakery would still be just as applicable maybe my bakery wants to go and restore agriculture in africa oh that's a bad example because that's like bakery baking and baking again so it's kind of like you going and people think you're going down to kenya to do fitness with kids but i mean <laughs> fitness yeah. obviously happen because that's life-giving things but you know you could do anything with it and yeah. i think part of it is important to highlight that like your gym made an improvement in your quality of life, which then by extension ended up improving all of those kids' quality of life for at least yeah. that week, if not longer. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, just even like for, I mean, yeah, for folks listening on, like how, how that bigger picture can look different, you know, as far as, um, you know, whether it be like, because I know Kenya might be a very specific thing, but it's just knowing that like CrossFit Haddington, we exist to build people up and to build our community up and, and it's like, and what that looks like is, is very different, you know? And so it's just like to where even like Kenya is not the whole entire big picture. There's more to it of, of the influence and just knowing that like your affiliate and even it's like just looking at it from your life, as far as how it is, like the affiliate is just a piece of that. That's helping you with the bigger picture of the mission for your life. So I think that goes in a whole nother rabbit hole for people to do some digging yeah. as far as like, what's my life's work? What's my life's mission? Why am I here? Um, and and so obviously that's, that's a whole, the whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need Dr. Um, Phil for that one. I know, right? <laughs> so yeah. But I, I think too, you know, it's 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 your journey through to your literal and and metaphorical journey, I guess, through to Kenya. We talk we talk a lot in at Fit Affiliate about, you know, we, we want our clients to aspire to the four freedoms, freedom of time, purpose, money, relationships. And you can take those at a very superficial level is that I've got money to do things. I've got the time to do things. I can pick which things I want to do and who I want to do it with. Or you can really dig into those at a deeper level. Like, you know, for example, you know, freedom of relationship is being able to show up for people in how they need yeah. in that moment and be, 
you know, I'm quite sure when you're in Kenya, because of the work you've done in solidifying and, and building up the affiliate, you could be 100% present with those kids not thinking, oh, I wonder if my clients are, wonder if my coaches are making sales or if people are paying yeah. for their fit aids or if I get back, if you know, how many dumpster fires I'll, I'll have to put out. But I yeah. think that that trip has highlighted and it, and that the when we talk about the four freedoms, it doesn't have to be a, well, you've ticked the boxes, you're done now. It's, you know, you needed to achieve those four freedoms on a varying levels to be able to to take that trip. Yeah. And that was by using the affiliate and doing the hard work for the last couple of years to, you know, as we talked about, like um, solidify and 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 build it to where you needed it to be to allow you the freedom to pursue this passion and yeah. to have your, you know, it's not like you came back in your entire community gone, well, good holiday you had, you know, <laughs> welcome back. We're just still here doing all the work. Like everyone was engaged and um, yeah. excited by, you know, the mission that you went on. And understanding that they played some part in that. So I think that that's a powerful realisation that these are not just empirical things that we talk about. They're things that can actually be tangibly realised in the freedoms. Yeah. Well, and, and I think having something like this helps to test that those that, that your affiliate's working in the right way to enable those freedoms. Um, cause obviously, cause I think that was in getting prepared to go and also, to, you know, and even just previous, like just family trips and things like where you, you need to be away from, from your affiliate is, you know, making sure you've got systems in place, your team is there. And I think what's really nice though, is that once, once you've built a team and, and that's the thing is like something like this wouldn't have happened without like the awesome team I have at CrossFit Haddington, I've got the best team. And, um, and so I think what's nice is, is, too is that my hope is that because I, well, I don't want to be like leading by example, but I, maybe in a way. But like I hope, like I hope the team sees this and that they they have dreams and things that they want to do. And how can we work together to where if they've got something they want to do, let's let's figure out a way to make that happen to where they can go and do it too. And and that's why we're a team, you know. Um, so it's the beauty of affiliates, a beautiful beautiful and because thing. A lot you've of walked good. that path as well. You've walked that path of having to put something out that you're like, oh. Don't think that this is silly or this might be a, this is not connected to the work I'm doing here or the work that I came in to do, Yeah. but here's something I want to do. You can create that space now for your coaches to go, yeah. hey, yeah, I look, I want to go and help somebody in, you know, stop child trafficking in, you know, a third world country. So I want to go over there and do a whatever. And you're yeah. like, awesome. How can we help to make that happen? Like, what do you, what do we totally. need to do? Let's get to work. And yeah you will then continue to ask them the questions about how are you going towards this? Like, what do you need? Where are you at? Have you booked something? Have you got something lined up? How can we help? Yeah. Where not having been through this process would make it harder for you to hold that space and, and also then proactively um, coach them towards it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's it's one of those things that's when, when you've experienced kind of realizing a dream you're like I want everybody to realize their dreams you know so how can we make this happen for everyone <laughs> you know how this whole thing came to exist actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how how has it this this whole experience so if we we talk about Kenya as a as a as an experience as a standalone experience I guess how has it impacted what you do now in the affiliate I know you've only been back at you know a week or so so you you know your feet haven't really touched ground, but your perspective and your thoughts about what you want to do moving forward in the affiliate and how you do things, A, having an appreciation for people who have significantly less and, and greater obstacles and greater struggles in their life. Clearly yeah. that's going to impact you. But, you know, how has it impacted on, you know, what you're going to do now and and the way that you want to do things? Yeah. Oh, gosh, there's, there's I guess there's quite a lot to that. But I think, I think the biggest way it's impacted me is just, I think it's what's helped is it's definitely sparked a fire in me again, because I think before, like, even when I was on the plane, I was just like, just feeling a bit, just kind of uninspired and a bit dull in what I was doing. Um, and so I think it is important to pursue these sorts of dreams and things you have just to keep that spark going, because it helps to fuel what you're doing. And so as far as how we build the affiliate, how we build the team, it just, it helps me have a bigger picture to where I don't get, you're able to stay focused on what you need to focus and discard what you need to discard. Like, you know, not getting caught up in silly things, you know, and then also to when problems do come up, you 
find a solution rather than getting upset about it. You know, it's just like, it's, it just kind of helps you just to not get caught up in silly things, mm. I guess, which, <laughs> which when I think you're doing everything, if, if you don't have, if you don't have that bigger picture, if you don't have a team, you know, the smallest thing can make you just so unnecessarily upset. Right. At least I know when I first started with Fitbit, I was probably on all my calls crying about like the fact that we ran out of toilet paper again. Like, you know, so it's just. <laughs> well, the members were crying about the quality of the toilet paper or the color of the whiteboard markers or the music. And it's, it's interesting when you go through an experience and I know that, you know, I had a couple of profound experiences happen when I'm my affiliate and then people would come to you and complain about like, oh, why do we have to do burpees and da-da-da? And I was like, dude, be grateful that you have the opportunity to do them, that you have the body to do that, you have the energy to do it, you have a lovely facility to do it in. Like mm -hmm. maybe you should just, you know, there are people who would, you know, give their last breath to, to at least even have that opportunity. And it yeah. sort of helped reframe perspective on um in the conversations we were having with members on the daily as well yeah well just yeah absolutely just even why you do crossfit like it's like i think it's very easy to get caught up in the competitive side and all that and all that's super cool but like i mean really like you said a burpee i mean that's a life skill the fact that you can fall on the floor and get back up again we need to be able to do that you know <laughs> and so um so it just kind of gives a good perspective as far as why we even crossfit and not to get caught up in you know what was my Fran time only improved by two seconds. Like, well, that's great. You know, like you did Fran. Yeah. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, let's, yeah, there's a bigger picture for why we're doing CrossFit, you know? So, yeah. yeah of the four freedoms, freedom of purpose is, is often, it's definitely the most, um, I would say confused, not confusing. It's, it, I think it's the one that people tend to get the most wrong. Um, mainly in that I think the word purpose, uh, it, it generates some degree of, I don't know, a misunderstanding in and of itself, right? Because it's really just calling, right? It's just, it's being, it's the freedom to be able to pursue the thing that, you know, excites you and, and, and interests you. And yeah. if that happens to be, you know, something like a charitable endeavor, like it was with you, that's great. And I think a lot of times it gets written off, I guess my point in this is that it gets written off by a lot of people who hear it as like, oh, yeah, it's just you telling me to do this, you know, this sort of ethereal thing that i don't really necessarily care about like i'm just trying to fix this gym because it's all on fire right mm -hmm. and the reason why freedom of purpose is so profoundly impactful although every single time is fought back against with every single client and every single person who comes on and i think anybody listens to this is like almost rolling their eyes they're like here we go again and another <laughs> thing that i know i'm supposed to be doing but like i can't even pay the rent right like yeah. and you want me to worry about like how i'm going to go to help kids in kenya but the thing is, is that when you understand freedom of purpose, it 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 automatically and systematically changes the relationship with how you engage in the actual business. And yes. what I mean by that is, is that it's by going and helping the kids in Kenya, the rent gets paid. Yeah. But if you focus on paying the rent, you still struggle with paying the rent and the kids don't get saved. Right. Yeah. And And it doesn't have to be you know, something esoteric like that, you know, I guess is my point, but knowing what your purpose is or knowing what your calling is, and maybe it's, you know, it's something like, you know, the last call I had, which is video creation. That is my, that is my calling. I want to do more video creation. That's the cool. affiliate, any business, but really particularly an affiliate can create that, right. And let you yeah. follow that calling. There's ways to do it through it and with it. And yeah. the beauty of an affiliate is that much like any businesses, they're boring. They're a terribly boring business. And to this whole point of the conversation, like when you came in complaining about the toilet paper and all these other things and like the open and competitive CrossFit, the, one of the big struggles that affects the affiliate owner particularly is that there's 13,000 other identities that they really, let's call it what it is, compete against, right? I want to be a better version of this thing than the other 13,000 versions that are out there. And so, so many of the problems that exist come from or stem from that sort of relentless or incessant approach to trying to be better than yeah. the neighbor. Mm -hmm. And none of that even matters because yeah. the, the pursuit of mimetic success, meaning trying to emulate and replicate and compete at being the same version of as all the other affiliates is what keeps you guys on the treadmill, right? But like yeah. by simply just shifting your focus to, Hey, we're going to use your affiliate as a way to build the opportunity for you to go and do the thing that you like, 
none of the other stuff that you were caring about even mattered, right? Because it was like once we knew that the affiliate needed to send Sarah to Kenya, you know, let's say it directly, anything that was not in support of sending you to Kenya just didn't even matter anymore. You're just like, it's not a big deal, right? The, the emails, the complaints, the co like, but when you're trying to be the best version of the gym, then you're worried about somebody else's member, or this member getting mad or that membership rate or what they're doing for the open that's different than what we're doing for the open. And, oh, they got new merch. Do we need new merch? Like all these things that literally are only a byproduct of trying to be the same as everybody else. When all of a sudden you pursue freedom of purpose, you really, it's kind of, Freedom of purpose really should be probably called freedom of, of character because it's really freedom of identity, right? Like mm. once you're proud to be and authentically in pursuit of who you want to be, which is really what freedom of purpose is. And in your case, it's like, I want to go make a difference. And maybe it's for you guys, it's like, I want to ride my bike more. It doesn't really matter what it is. Once you're proud to be that person, so many of the struggles that you focus on just don't matter anymore, right? And like you get to build a cool team and the team, you kind of dismissed it, but like, then the team gets to watch you go do your dream and they're like, I want to chase my dreams. And that's exactly yeah. what happens, right? Like that's yeah. how the whole thing gets built. And that's why it's so important. Yeah. Well, also too, just kind of like when you're touching on like the whole, you know, competition. Well, it's, I think that comes from, I think we've talked about it before that, that scarcity mindset where there's so much need in the world, like every, like as far as, and CrossFit such a wonderful solution. And so if you're, it's, it's trying to get away from the mindset that the, gym down the roads, the competition, when really they're not, you can work together quite beautifully where in your area, there's thousands, hundreds of thousands, however many, I mean, I know in our area, that's more like thousands. It's not like a big city. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, in our gym only has a capacity for a certain amount. And so we can't fit thousands in our gym. And so, you know, everybody's going to have their niche and, and be able to help different kinds of people. So it's just kind of realizing like, we're in this together, CrossFit. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. all good. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I say it to a lot of the clients too, like your affiliate is not the thing. It's no. a thing. And it will likely be one of many things in your life that will contribute to a much bigger thing. Right. And, yeah. and hopefully if for those of us that are lucky enough, you will, you will pick up the phone when the calling comes. Right. Like at some point, I, I know I literally said this to you at some point in everybody's life, you will be called to serve. It doesn't, I don't know what that looks like, where it will happen, when it will happen, who it will happen for, but everybody will be at some point called to serve. Yeah. Whether or not you are able to take that call is the question because the, yeah. the phone will stop ringing and it'll never stop ringing. And when you, when you try to ignore it and you try to block it out and you try to pay attention just imagine how annoying the phone is that you can't pull from the wall and it just keeps ringing and ringing and ringing. And this is why so many people get so upset and miserable in their life is because the call is going to come. You yeah. need to be able to take that call. You need to be able to lean into it because if you don't, every day will be a reminder that you're failing your purpose. And at yeah. that point, life gets way less fun than it is when you're like, I picked up the phone. I'm going to Kenya. Yeah. 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 And it's just having the things in place to where, to where you can do that. You know, and I think that's just where it's so important to like have a coach, have a team, reach out, don't do it on your own. Like, um, so it's all, all needed working together. So at what point, and I don't even know if you came to a conscious point or whether you just went, go full send. I'm sick of sitting on the thing. I'm going to go book the tickets. But at what point did you think that the, okay, I've got everything set up here. Now's the time to pull the trigger and and pick up that phone and go and answer that calling. Like, yeah. did you have a conscious moment where you're like, you know what? I think that 2024, like I've got coaches, the rent's paid, members are good. Like I can go now. Like, um, mm. you know, or was it just something you're like, well, I'm going to pull the trigger, book the trip, and then make sure everything's good before I go? Yeah, no, I think it was, it was on my to do list for a long time, book it. <laughs> and then I think it was, it was over the, um, because I booked it right at New Year of like two years ago. And, um, hmm. and then so I booked it for September of that year, but then I just felt like that was too soon. So I pushed it off. And then I went um, this past February. So, um, or yeah, so this past end of January, February. And so, um, yeah, I think it's one of those things that I didn't necessarily know if I had everything in place yet, but I was like, well, 
you just gotta what does it say like action breeds confidence is that what the saying is but uh but yeah just need to than fear. that's right that's, there you go so i just needed to book it just do it because then if mm -hmm. i you know, pay the deposit, booked it, then that meant I had to put the wheels in action to get, get everything else in place. Um, so yeah. it kind of forced, it forced the systems to get in place. It forced everything else to, to align really, which is great. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's in, it just was interesting, like, you know, because I think we all, even in general life, we wait until we're ready to do something like, yeah. and we wait for the perfect time and the perfect condition. But in reality, that, like we can always come up with a reason not to do something. It's like, oh, well, it's almost time, but I've got this or that or, you know, it's never the where we feel like, oh, er, we don't get a big moment of clarity where everything's aligned. Let's just go. And yeah. but we keep waiting for that, that, that moment where we feel like we're, we're ready. And, you know, we, like I just said, and we say it often in Fit Villiers, you know, you know, move faster than your fear, like take yeah. action. And then you haven't got time to be worried about anything, the ifs, buts or whatever's. And there's only one way to test if your structures and your systems work is by executing on the thing. Like that's, yeah. it's, you know, it, for some affiliate owners, it might start with a weekend away and they come back and the affiliate's still standing. Well, this is yeah. good. <laughs> Didn't have everybody leave. The doors is, you know, all the stock's still here. That's that's a good start. And then <laughs> yeah. until you, you know, not necessarily thinking that their first venture should be a full-blown trip to Kenya, you know, when they've got two coaches and no systems and don't really know what's happening. Yeah. But you can start to test those things. So my question to you in that sort of long, long cycle around, when you came back, how many fires did you have to put out? None. <laughs> Yeah. I've, I've got a great team like yeah they're um everything was fine and like, i mean even like the you know um to our two like you know yeah it's like they're the two coaches that are all the coaches that we have in place but they even told me like before i left they're like we've got it bye well, i think we had we, what, what it was was we had our team meeting it was our team meeting before i left and i normally before i go away on a family trip or anything I'm like right let's cover you know, while I'm away, is there anything that we're missing and, or, or, you know, make sure everything's covered. And normally there's like a little list to go through. Okay. Who's covering this? Who's covering that? Whereas this time, because we've done this so many times already, I was like, right guys, let's go over. Let's just make sure everything's covered while, while I'm away. And they're like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> was, go was, away. We don't want to hear from you. That's right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, wonderful. I'll see you when I get back. And so, yeah. um, yeah, so I'm super, super grateful for them. And it's the same as if anybody else were to go away, it would get covered. Yeah. It's fine. So, yeah. yeah. So while you're away, you're able to be present, not worry about the affiliate, you know, I mean, it's always going to be in your mind to a degree, yeah. but you could be, immerse yourself in what you were doing, which is, yeah, you know, a suit a gives you a super powerful reset and refresh, but like, as we touched on the change of perspective, I guess it's given you for, now what's possible like yeah in the scheme of things this is probably a small trip yeah yeah you hopefully. know so yeah what's you know the next thing that you're going to use this experience to leverage towards yeah yeah so or are you asking what that is or, or is well just... i mean i've i've no doubt that uh on one of your coaching calls if it's yes. not happened already that tony will definitely say so what's next yeah, like we, yeah. We we don't want to, you know, go. Well, I tick that now. I can stop and I can retire and I can I can sit in a sit in a corner now, and not have to do anything. Like as humans, yeah. we need to be pushing forward. Once we, I guess it's like once you see the potential of your affiliate, you can't unsee it, and you're almost compelled then to and obligated to go. Wow, this is a big lever to pull. How can I pull it again to do more good again? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's where too, where it's helpful to have a coach because like just, you know, Tony and I just had our call before this was I'm already getting caught up in like the details of that thing. And so it's like, well, 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 you know, pull back bigger yeah. picture <laughs> yeah. and try to make an action to where, you know, as far as the vision for what's next, like, you know, mm. how to define that and make a plan and not get caught up. And I'm already into the details of how are we going to train staff to do physical therapy on each of the students? And <laughs> So, yeah, there we yeah, go. So for all of you guys that are listening, what she did is came back all fired up and then incest immediately decided I'm going to try to make perfect enemy of good and tried to make it as 
detailed as she could possibly make it, which was really just stacking limitations, which her subconscious would have used to talk her out of why she could have done anything. So as the coach <laughs> often does, says, those things aren't important right now. Let's focus on what it looks like when it's done, and then we'll worry about how in the middle. She's like, yes, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's having yes. that clarifying voice, isn't it, on the outside? But definitely, I think, you know, like I've always um, loved seeing the work you're doing at Haddington beyond just, you know, classes and the open and the stuff that you did with your adaptive athletes and the charities you're involved in. Even for those that don't know, Haddington is based in the UK and, you know, I'm, I'm in Australia, Tony's in America, so we're all over the, over the place here this morning. But, you know, the work that you do there, but also the fact that you've been able to start, you know, hang on to this idea since you were 16 and now you've actually made a dream come to fruition and you put it out there and, and someone said, cool, well, let's work towards it rather than can it quite happen a lot in life where you'll put something out there and people go, oh, that's stupid, that's silly, that's yeah. There's more important things to wear. And why don't you focus on people in our town rather than people in Kenya and da 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 da, da so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a powerful <laughs> sorry. I said you can do both. <laughs> yeah, you you can absolutely do both. And I think you're yeah. a shining example of that where you can create impact and change in your local community, but then use that impact and change to create impact and change in a more global sense. Yes, I guess, and not be afraid to do that and, and tie the two together and not go, well, you know, I just teach CrossFit. I just coach CrossFit. I just own a yeah. gym. I'm just a gym owner. Like you have a set, of, as you've already shared, a set of life-changing tools at your fingertips through the methodology which go yeah. beyond burpees and thrusters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And just like, well, and just, yeah, there's, it's just so much good can be used for. And there's so many stories um, that, yeah, we could all go into. But yeah. It's super grateful. <laughs> so I, I guess if you're, uh, well, you are, you're an amazing example. You're an amazing affiliate and you're an amazing person. And we, we're biased because we know you and we love you. And we love Dolly, the dog as well. Um, <laughs> I'm sad she wasn't on the podcast. I think this is the only call I've ever had with you where it's been low, Dolly. She's like, downstairs sleeping. She was at her doggy daycare wow. today. So she's she's, uh, she's worn out. She's an old lady but, now. She just sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> Dolly's asleep as well, so it's cool. Um, but if, you know, we're talking to affiliate, there's an affiliate owner out there who's watching or listening and they, they feel like that they want to make an impact, don't know how to go about it, don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. And don't even know if what they think that they might want to do deep down inside is is reasonable or silly or or they feel like people will just laugh at me. What what's the next step? Talk to somebody. Talk to a coach. Call up affiliate. <laughs> Write them a long <laughs> message on Instagram. <laughs> so, um, I think that's how we all started. Yeah. Long message on Instagram. <laughs> Hi, I need help. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I would I would say find somebody who's who's done it and because i think as well too like you want to find somebody who's done it or a coach where you know you'll be you won't be brushed off as that's silly like you need you need to find somebody to talk with that will listen and support you and so yeah so you know a coach somebody that's done it um affiliate mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh but yeah i would say that's the next step is is to actually go talk about it and not just let it wrestle around in your mind and as a hum and a hum, maybe um, but yeah, like talk to somebody who's going to help, help you see the bigger picture and then help you maybe break it down into steps, um, as far as next action points. And so, yeah, cause it's not silly. Um, and maybe help you get past the million excuses in your head about why you shouldn't, couldn't, or won't. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm just something to inject you with, inject you with some belief and to believe in you. And, um, and so yeah. Yeah, because that's, I mean, obviously that's what, what you guys do. And, and I think everybody needs, and that's what we do as CrossFit coaches is like when people come to our sessions, we we inject belief um, that they, they they can do this and um, that they can live a happier, healthier life. And so it's just that on a different level, really. Um, so, yeah. Well, we all need that. Like we provide yeah. that to our members. But as coaches and affiliate owners, quite often we're our own worst enemies when it comes to believing in us and what we want to do. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot of power in that for sure. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Well, 
there's no shortage of people out there who will tell you that your dreams are stupid and your ideas aren't worth pursuing. So don't hire somebody who's going to tell you that your ideas are dumb. Hire the person no. who's going to help you bring your idea to life because all ideas need to live. doesn't mean that they're great ideas, but there's only one way to find out. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the best ally I think you can have is somebody who goes, that's so freaking exciting. I'm excited for you to, to for this to come to life. And yeah. yes, it has to exist. And they're as excited as you are rather than, yeah, that's cool, but we need to go over here and get you 300 members and that's what you should be focusing on or restocking the, the latest supplement drink or whatever it is that you need to do and da-da-da-da. Like yeah. I think it's having that greater dream. And would you agree that having this purpose and this dream to focus on made it easier when things were hard in the affiliate? Yeah, I, I'd say absolutely. Well, because I think it's one of those things where it's been a long time that since I felt like, oh, man, this is really hard, you know, like, um, <laughs> so, um, whereas before, I think before having a bigger picture, everything was hard, you know, and mm -hmm. I wasn't sure how much longer I was gonna be able to sustain it where, um, where now, you know, yeah, like, I think, and I think that's the nice thing is that there's, there's never a problem without a solution, like if something comes up, solve it, you know, and it's fine. Mm -hmm. And there's always, a, there's always a way, there's always a solution. And um, so, yeah, so I, I have to say, I think, yeah, definitely having a bigger picture just takes, mm -hmm. takes it, takes it. And I don't want to dwindle like, you know, yeah, it's challenging, but I, I haven't mm -hmm. felt like it's, oh, this is so hard. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, and yeah. I think it gives you a bit of perspective outside the affiliate. It's very easy when you're fighting fires mm -hmm. and that's all you see is fires. Whereas yeah. you can, you know, see something else on the horizon that's also worth fighting for. And you realize, well, these fires aren't really as big as I'm making them out to be. No, and it just I mean, gives you that that ability to reset and reframe rather than just, you know, focusing. If, you, if your only goal is to get to 300 members, then and you get so fixated on, you know, three in, two out, da da da, da and gone up by one, down by one, all those sort of metrics, you'll never feel like you're getting anywhere rather yeah. than having this bigger thing that you can tangibly see yourself working towards. So I think there's a lot of power in, in having a goal that's bigger than the affiliate. And we always talk about we want our affiliate owners to, you know, understand that their affiliate can be about more than just them and it's, yeah. you know, a bigger purpose and a bigger intent than just burpees and thrusters. But having that outside goal that you're using the affiliate to support, I think really is powerful, can, can help get you out of some of those ruts and those tough times and particularly like yeah. we're not saying by any means you, you've got the perfect affiliate there's still no. things that you're working on and there's still yeah. things that you're striving for but you know and now that you've done this you're like when things get hard you go yeah but look at what I also achieved and now yeah. that's also now going to fuel me because well if I can achieve that then I can get through this next you know tough thing that's happening you know yeah. which you know yeah. helps well, and I think, I think as well as too, is like what Tony said is like, like running an affiliate, it's actually, I think we, we make it a bit more complicated than it, than it needs to be in that where mm -hmm. if anything does come up, there's, there's a solution, there's a way, there's something that you can do. And so, um, and so, and I think that's, that's the nice thing about, you know, having, I guess that's also too, like about having other affiliate owners around where it's like, yeah, you can bounce off each other and support each other mm -hmm. and what works, what doesn't work. And then, you know, having a coach as well and, all that where there's there's always a solution it's going to be and so as far as instead of always putting out fires how do you prevent the fires to have things in place where the fires don't happen um so yeah <laughs> and, and also that you've got the power to create your own solutions out of thin air like you can yeah. we say about coaches all the time and i feel like you've got the power to create revenue out of thin air mm -hmm. you can have complete ownership of your direction and where you're going and so you can create as you can create a dream you can create a solution or you can create a problem yeah, I, I know which person I want to be. Yeah, I I always love that saying. Like, is this a problem? Or are you making it one? And so, yes, yeah, it's just about our tagline, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that old chestnut. That's right. All right. Well, thank you for your time today, Sarah. It's oh, been thanks for having me on. Awesome to hear about your adventures, and I think it's been a valuable discussion to talk more about how your dream came to reality and. Yeah. you know, the process you went through and how you're using that now to leverage bigger and better things. So I'm excited to see, you know, what the next thing is. Yeah, me too. And well, just for, yeah, for anybody that does listen, just like your dreams aren't silly and go mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. Perfect. All of them are worth it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Awesome Great. chats and uh, look forward to talking again, sis. Ah, thanks. Good to see y'all. <laughs> see ya. 
Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please remember to like and subscribe on your favorite platform. And if you know an affiliate owner, a coach or entrepreneur that would benefit from hearing our conversations, please share this with them. We love the feedback and support we have from you guys, our audience. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find all the useful links in the show notes. We would love to connect with you. Keep doing the great work.